Hours to Protect, brought to you by Live 95, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with a television license fee. Check out hours to protect.ie for more info. This week's episode is all about trains and the future for Limerick's railways. Rail is considered to be the most energy efficient form of transportation, as well as providing benefits such as promoting compact development in towns and reducing urban sprawl. The Limerick-Shannon Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy sets out the future for transport in the area over the next 20 years and it plans for the extensive development of Limerick's rail network. Moya Ross will now have a railway station that is estimated to be opened at the end of 2025. The strategy also opens the possibility for stations in places like Dora Doyle, Shannon, Raheen, Mungert, Corbally and Bally Simon. Another plan for the area is the Limerick to Foynes railway line, which is also due to be opened by the end of 2025. While it will be for freight initially, it's hoped the infrastructure will also be used for public transport, as the Ryder Cup, which is due to take place in 2027, key motivation to develop passenger services for the event. To find out more about the future of rail in the county, I spoke to Limerick's Deputy Brian Ledden, the Green Party spokesperson for Transport, Climate Action and the Environment, on these plans and what they could mean for Limerick's sustainable future development. I began by asking what benefit investing in rail could mean for these areas. I think what it'll do is it, it shouldn't be seen in the context of what these areas currently are. And like certainly if you're living in any of these areas, the idea is that you would get a train service that will connect you to the rail network so that you might be living in Adair and you want to go to Dublin. You'll get your train in from Adair into Colbert Station or maybe to an outer line station in Ballysimon and then you'll pick up your train uh, going on towards Limerick Junction and, and Dublin. But actually the bigger thing about this is that rail can really influence how these places develop. So uh, if you build this infrastructure and you provide services on it, frequent and regular services, uh, then these places become a very different proposition for development. So if a place is a train station, we've seen this with the Dart in Dublin, uh, we've seen it with the, the Lewis, of course, uh, rail really promotes development. So if you put this infrastructure and services along with it, what you would see is places like Ballysimon, uh, Parkway, Moyross, uh, Shannon as well will become very attractive for development. And I think that's the way forward. We know that there are going to be at least a million extra people in the country by 2040. And actually, that's an underestimate because uh, the ESRI report from last week shows that we're, our population growth is accelerating faster than we had projected. Uh, The question for us is where those people will live, where they will work and how they will get around. So we really need to plan that. 2040 is really only around the corner uh, and we need to plan communities and towns and develop our existing towns. And the best way for people to get around is with sustainable transport. And we're very fortunate in this part of the country in that we have existing underutilized infrastructure. Uh, Limerick has four railway lines going in and out of it. Uh, the other cities would um, you know, be very envious of what Limerick's latent rail infrastructure is. Nobody thought the Limerick Foynes line would ever open again, uh, but here it is now. It's actually construction is on site and it is going to open. So there's vast, vast opportunity. So there's a scenario where if you plan the rail infrastructure in, say, the Limerick-Shannon area well enough and you plan stations and you provide services, you could have very uh, quick growth, economic uh, and population growth of this part of the country. Uh, And that's what it's about. So it should be seen as much more than 
a vision for rail services. It, it, it's really a development vision. Is there any country you think Ireland should model themselves off when developing their transport system? Yes, um, <laughs> we, we can learn from most countries. We haven't been particularly good in this country in, in the last 50 or 60 years at doing transport. We've, we probably made a decision in the 1950s and early 60s that uh, cars were the way forward and therefore roads were the right kind of infrastructure. Uh, and it's only now where we're at a point where a lot of the roads are quite congested that we realise actually maybe this isn't the solution because roads beget more roads and more traffic and they lead to sprawling towns and cities and that are actually quite hard to get around. They're quite hard to provide bus services in. So that thinking is changing now and we're starting to realise that if you want to move large numbers of people quickly and effectively and efficiently then really rail is excellent for that and other countries that have done that very well european countries the asian countries have done like you know japan has done incredible work on um rail southeast asia malaysia china france germany bain and italy are very good at rail also and they they understand that there's there's a, a limit to growth if your sole focus is on road infrastructure and if you want the country to develop economically then you have to have to have high capacity, high volume, high frequency transport systems, and all, always that comes back to to rail, either light rail or heavy rail. And you can see it in Dublin with the development of the Lewis and the Dart in the last forty years. The Dart came first. Um, a lot of people decried that they said sure it wouldn't be used. And of course now the Dart is absolutely packed. And they said that 20 years later, they said the exact same about the Lewis, that it was a waste of money, people wouldn't use it. And now the Lewis is, you know, people are packed into it in the mornings and evenings like sardines. What's happening there is that the service, the rail service is so effective at moving people that it basically induces demand. It encourages developers to build around the railway stations or the, the Lewis. But with Irish development centering around roads for so many years, I asked if it would be a challenge to convince people to switch from their cars to taking a train. I don't think it's absolutely connected to, to the car. I mean, I would say that change is already happening. I was at a, a meeting in Anacati Business Park last week with other members of the Oireachtas and some senior management from the various companies there said they want a, a bus service and they're saying that young graduates, young people in their experience don't want to own a car. They want better public transport. And, and I think that's true. People realise the benefit of having good public transport and they realise the cost of having a car, you know. So I don't think it's at all uh, a pipe dream that we would have a society that is managed and planned well enough such that people don't need a car. Of course, there's always going to be some need for a car. If you're living in a very rural situation, of course you're going to need a car to get around. But increasingly, people are living in urban situations and in so in, in towns and villages and in cities, we can and we should plan public transport, whether it's bus or rail, and we should plan public transport between our urban settlements as well. None of this is rocket science. It's what is being done all over the world, and it's been done by the smarter countries. If we want our country to develop, to for its, our economy to grow uh, such that uh, opportunities will be there for our young people for many decades ahead and well into the future, then this is the way to do it. 
To find out more about the future plans for Limerick's railway network, the National Transport Authority's website explains the Limerick-Shannon Metropolitan Area Transport Strategy and is available to view at nationaltransport.ie. Ours to Protect is funded by Commission Naman with the television licence fee and is a partnership between Live 95 and the IBI. Check out ourstoprotect.ie for more info.